Welcome to the Break New Ground podcast. My name is Luis Prado, aka B-Boy El Prad, and welcome to the season finale episode for Break New Ground podcast season one. Um, originally, we were not going to do seasons, but I was actually inspired by the guests that I have here today. And these are some very special guests. Um, I think these two are a prime example of breaking new ground, and I'm honored to have them here. Um, welcome Dylan from the Offset Med Group podcast. Glad Entity to be here. Entity brand and Aaron. <laughs> hey, hey. From Offset Med as well. Um, so first and foremost, thank you guys for coming down here. We're currently in San Diego and uh, they drove down. They drove down to come by and collaborate on this special episode of the podcast. So thank you. It was worth the drive. <laughs> oh. It was because we'll do anything to break new ground. Right, Dylan? <laughs> that's exactly what I like to hear. See, that's branding. That's positive branding. <laughs> God damn it, Aaron. <laughs> I need, I need to hire jokes. this guy. I need to hire this guy. That's Dad an jokes. ad right there. That's true. Um, so just right off the bat, I want to say you two have done something that I have really been pleased in seeing for the community. Um, and I think ever since I first caught wind of offset med, I was like, wow, that's such a good idea. Why has nobody else like ever really jumped on it before? And then like the first time I saw it happen, I was like, this is the prime example of breaking new ground. Um, and even back then, like I knew I wanted to have you guys on as guests, but, um, I kind of had like a long list to get to. But this is the season finale episode. So this is like, this is a really big one. Like these are special guests right here. I say special guests for every episode, <laughs> but I really mean it right now. These oh, are damn. special guests. We, we are honored to be here, man. And, you know, just to be able to have a space on your platform is is truly a, a special opportunity for us to. Yeah. I don't know. You were going to finish that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I kind of left that hanging. Um, for the people that are listening at home, um, Offset Med is is essentially a big collective. Would you call it a collective? Yeah, it would be a collective, a network of a group of people that yeah. I guess Aaron can kind of finish that up. I definitely say yes. It, it represents the the people there are the collective, but I think it represents a, a bigger idea that um, that dancers are athletes and they need the infrastructure and support system to really flourish and take the community to another level. And so we're just doing our part as this community and culture continues to, to evolve. Ooh, that's a, that's a teaser right there. Teaser for what's to come. We're going <laughs> to dive right deep into it. But before we do, I need you to tell me who is Aaron? Who's Dylan? What do you guys do as artists? And what do you do as representatives of your brand? Well, alphabetically, Aaron's first. So yeah, you know, two A's do does put you up for number one. And <laughs> my middle name is Aaron, actually. It's oh, really? a great middle name. Yeah, I love that name. <laughs> um, yeah, so I am the founder and CEO of Offset Med. And uh, I guess I, I my background is uh, athletic trainer in sports medicine. Um, was a dancer since uh, like high school. I'm also like YouTube taught mm. as well, and uh, didn't start getting on into the competitive scene until like high school. Uh, Dance all marvels, and then a couple of collegiate um, competitive teams after in college. And it was around that time where I was like, you know what, I want to do something for my dance community, and twas the birth of Offset Med. Twas the birth. That was the beginning. I know. It's the <laughs> very beginning. So you have an extensive resume and you've been like around dancing for a very long time. Yes. So uh, I think it would only make sense to find like 
um, an opportunity to give back to the community, but not as I like that. That's what's also so crazy. Like I never imagined what you guys are doing to to just like actually come to the urban dance community and then you know breaking community as well because you've been at a few breaking events. All right. So that I mean immense props to you guys well seriously it's it's not too hard to imagine if you think about it because we're giving back to a community and you can't really serve a community without really either being a part of it or trying to get to know it right it's true that's Mm -hmm. very true but it takes someone that was already part of that community and like someone with the background because sometimes it's weird when someone doesn't have that background they're just like i'm gonna jump into that (laughs) community so it's really cool that you were a member and then you were just like i'm gonna give back to uh what I grew up in. So yeah. that's really cool. What about you? Well, I was just continuing that conversation. But anyway, so more about me. Um, I, let's say, let's go education, right? I graduated from okay. Cal Poly Pomona, uh, CS degree, so computer science for short. And it's kind of funny. I never expected myself to be in a, I guess, media production kind of position because what I handle mainly with Offset is producing the podcast, uh, photography, potentially video, but we have another guy for that as well. But mainly um, any digital media that we post up, usually I'm handling that. And the goal of our website is to kind of create a centralized hub for both educational resources, but also a place where you know we can have our own as an entity. But it's kind of surprising to me because I always thought myself as, I guess, you know, even with breaking in mind, like breaking is something that I, again, learned through YouTube and through friends and through my peers. And it never really escaped me, even though, you know, taking, you know, inconsistent breaks here and there. But I ended up coming back to breaking, breaking more consistently. But in a sense, this is like my way of giving back to the community by supporting what Aaron is doing through, I guess, the technical knowledge that I have with like my computer science degree and working on the website production so on and so forth. But the production is kind of new because I think my dad is a photographer. So he it kind of like led to that to a certain degree. So that's kind of where I am here with Offset. Yeah. So cool. you are you the guy that's behind all the visuals and graphics that go onto the Instagram? Uh, that is actually Aaron. <laughs> oh, those are very clean, by the way. Thanks, thanks. Um, I would say that Dylan is the the reason why uh, people know about us and and can give us can spread the information through like podcasts and our website and all that and the social media on the Instagram stuff that was uh, something I I wanted to learn personally because I was like man like all these all these cool accounts I want to learn how to do that so uh, it was a it was a new skill I picked up because as a business owner you got to learn a lot. Of, different skills you're doing everything basically (laughs) (laughs) well honestly i'm really glad that you mentioned social media as a skill because at this point at like in 2019 social media is super important and there's like a genuine way to be bad at social media so it's really interesting that you define it as a skill because a lot of people just see it as like part-time or or like a hobby yeah or something that you just do for for personal advancement oh no yeah after learning how to try and build an Instagram account, I can see why this is someone's full-time job. I would not want to wish that pain on anybody else. <laughs> there's degrees. There's degrees available <laughs> for social media. It's crazy, but it's very justified because it's you, you need hashtags. You need location. You need to know what right. time of day to post. Like, yeah. There's a science behind it. And um, truthfully, I feel like some brands really thrive depending on their social media department. Oh, yeah. So I think personally, I think you guys do an amazing job. Like there's a very beautiful layout to the Offset Med Instagram. Um, You have like your quotes. You have like your stretching videos or your like, um, I would, is it like 
stretching advice? You know, is that how you would define it? So this is, this is how uh, it came to be. Um, obviously, you, you look at a lot of content that exists out there and see what's working in the field. Right. And uh, I stumbled a, a, across a friend's account. And me being competitive in nature was like, what's he doing? And so I try to analyze his format and be like, man. Battle analysis. This, is, this looks good. I think I'm gonna take it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I make I, it better make and it better. try and make it and you know put our Different, own twist yeah. to it. So the format we ended up using was we have our like quotables, mm-hmm. which are used to highlight the philosophies and like readings and teachings that um, really guide our practice and how we view working with people. And then we kind of have a just a general photo that highlights the day-to-day things of what life at Offset Med looks like. Right. Because we realize, you know, it takes a lot of work, and I think most people think their account has to be high-quality video, high-quality pictures all the time, and has to be framed correctly. Right, right. And I'm, like, anti that. So I'm just like, <laughs> here's a picture of us sitting on the floor working on the PowerPoint as someone is, like, drinking a half you know, plastic water bottle. And I'm like, this is this is what life looks like. That's very raw. That's raw content. It's raw content. The environmentalists are like, how dare you? I know. I'm sorry. I, I do have... Is that a plastic I, water bottle? I do have a reusable water bottle. Please don't hate me. Um, and the, obviously the last one is kind of like our more educational video. So it could be stretching. Um, we could be exercises, demonstrations. Uh, it could be just like um, other... It's just more educational based uh video content that we're trying out i think the beauty in it all is that all of it is very shareable content mm-hmm. um it, as opposed to like maybe just like a general graphic that says offset med you know these are things that people want to share people things that people want to spread to their you know uh audience so it's really interesting to see like just like having this this platform and then catering to the people and being able to share like important graphics like that because people like seeing quotes people like seeing like things that they could do on their day-to-day to to improve maybe their uh, range of motion or Mm -hmm. just something that will prevent injury or prevent stress on their muscles so i honestly i ever since i've heard about you guys i've been like these guys these guys are doing something great right here (laughs) and you recently hit 1,000 followers so congratulations we did very recently thank you that like to a lot of people i'm like a thousand followers but like that's a thousand people that are looking at your stuff for a sports medicine page right that's pretty good (laughs) good. that is pretty good that's what i'm saying um so also another thing i listened to your podcast by the way these fellas have a podcast themselves shameless plug the offset podcast a offset med podcast offset med podcast he's right oh that's offset offset podcast okay i don't even know my own name god damn come on you get lost in all the the data and transcribing okay yeah that's true cool um and uh, you mentioned being at an event and having someone ask you for consultation. Yes. I thought that was hilarious because just because you're part of the collective, yeah. people think you would also be able to diagnose. Like, I have a very basic like layman's knowledge in terms of a... You know, I just have a funny story that okay. just happened recently. So oh, no. my So when, when we created these Offset Med shirts, um, I gave to my family mm-hmm. and then gave it to the staff and then some like key people that were going to help us with our events because it's primarily a staff shirt and uh my little brother is a sophomore in college right now (laughs) and he took a trip to sacramento with his uh i think it's like with the kiwanis club they're doing like some volunteer conference service out there Mm -hmm. Uh, he calls me and he was like i got a funny story for you man i'm like what's going on 
I was just walking through Sacramento, and this guy's like, "You know Offset, man? <laughs> you wearing the shirt?" And he was, and he said, he he said, I dead ass looked at this guy and was like, "What?" <laughs> like he couldn't understand what he, this guy was talking about. Like why did a random person just yell Offset Med? So he was like, in my head, I was trying to think. What could he confuse this about? He's like, uh, nope, nope. There's only one, <laughs> and uh, he ended up like talking to the guy, and it's because we did a workshop in Sacramento with uh, oh, yeah. like Press Play Ooh. and Boogie Monsters, and I guess somehow, some way, the guy ended up kn- knowing that. And it was just like, whoa, that was that's really random. That's and public recognition, right there. Now my brother is like, I don't want to wear this shirt anymore. <laughs> I think that makes there's you too much power in the shirt. I think that makes you officially a celebrity. Uh, I think no. so. Yeah, that's brand recognition mm-hmm. right there. The brand celebrity, not us. Yeah, as a collective, not as an as individual. Collective. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So I think just for clarity's sake, uh, one of you can give the full rundown of what exactly Offset Med is. Because we've been talking about it as an entity, but let's just nail the hammer the nail home. Right. And then to clarify just what it is and how would you guys would describe it. Uh, we were having this conversation earlier. So Aaron, let's have you take that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so Offset Med is essentially care for the urban athlete. And in its, I guess, purest sense, we're, we're doing it through a health-focused uh, avenue. Uh, we represent uh, all different types of healthcare professions that at the end of the day, we want to provide education you want to provide an experience. You want to provide a platform for uh, dancers with a health mindset and um, who want to perform at a high level to have the ability to connect with people that can help them do that. And you know, our social media, our service, our um, entity itself is really just built and created and crafted to deliver that promise. That was very clear and concise. That was the elevator pitch right there. Thanks. Straight to the point. We're just waiting for the elevator music to kick in. Right, exactly. <laughs> Cue the elevator music. <laughs> um, so where did the inspiration come to start something like this? Because uh, I don't know if people just wake up on you know an average Monday and they're like, you know what I'm going to do? Care for the urban athlete. <laughs> so um, yeah, tell me about that. Tell me how you got to that point and uh, what was the first step for you to actually make this happen? Oh, man. Um I would say that I had dreams of doing this the moment I entered uh, college when I decided to pursue athletic training as a degree. Um, I just didn't know how, didn't know what that was going to look like. I All I knew at the time was like, it'd be really cool to like see my homies and have them feel better. And then we can like win competitions. <laughs> um, Obviously, you know, you mature, you grow. Right. And uh, the more I learned about it, the more I got people telling me, you're not going to make any money. You shouldn't do this. Um, This is crazy. Who are you going to do it with? Um, You're really like, this is going to take 10 years of your life to to do. Uh, And I was like really stubborn. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I don't know when, but I'm going to do it. And so I felt like for me, it was more of like a personal journey at first to solidify my own confidence. So after college, I went to grad school, got more advanced education, more experience. And after doing that and got pretty well connected with a lot of people, uh, it was about just like making the jump. Um, At that time, I had the opportunity to either be an athletic trainer for 
a couple of touring shows、mm-hmm. and companies、uh, internationally as well as nationally, but、uh, I ended up, you know, turning it down and deciding to come back home to California and try and pitch this idea and figure out how to make it work.、Um, I think Dylan and I were talking on the car on the the car ride here, and it was like, you know, you don't want to be Later on your life, and be like, you know, that was a really cool idea. I wish I executed on that. Right, and right. I just kind of regret not using that time for that. So, as a famous man once said, "Don't let your dreams be dreams. Just do it." A famous <laughs> man, a wise man, very wise. Um,、uh, an, a Transformers representative, <laughs> I would say. Um, as for you, Dylan. Um, how, when at what point in this process did you come aboard? It was almost a year ago. Yeah, almost a year ago, around November time. Happy and, anniversary!、Uh, oh, well, you're almost, a couple months、almost. early, but yeah. yeah let's、It's、hope we don't、age. get cut by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but、uh, it was actually Aaron who came came to me and asked if we he, I can help him with the podcast, and it wasn't necessarily something I had on my mind. But there's always that lingering question that. Any one of us or anyone in the world might have been asked at one point in their life, or they may they might have asked themselves, "How are you going to contribute back to the world? Right? How are you going to make an impact to the world?" And I don't know. At the beginning, even just doing the podcast was something simple, something fun. So because I had like relative technical knowledge, knowing how to like handle audio, and I can easily like adapt and work on it, right? And so that's why I helped Aaron. And I have no no technical <laughs> audio knowledge. So we've. Come pretty far since at that since that point, and、uh, that's how I re- kind of came aboard, just helping with the podcast. And eventually, hopped on as a web developer to help build their website. And it's not out quite yet, since we're finalizing some、uh, nuances here and there. Right, right. But that's how I came aboard. And I think going back to the my little thing with how am I going to contribute to the world? I feel like, at least for me, in a personal standpoint. This is my way of contributing back to the world by supporting what Aaron's doing because it. I wanted to give back to, I guess, a community of sorts, and breaking is that one for me, and this is my way of doing that. It takes a village, I think, as they say, and like, it sometimes you need someone with the idea, and then you need someone to help execute. Right. Not. It's not every day that you have someone that can do both. Yeah. That's equally talented and has those means. So it was really cool that you guys linked up and made the best out of the situation,、mm. and、uh, you're essentially, you know, you're the tech wizard, you know. I wouldn't say wizard. More. I wouldn't <laughs> say wizard. You have、He's、the voice of a wizard. You have、tech、the voice、dude. of a wizard. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I give、uh, credit to Dylan so much more than that. You know, like with my background, I, I guess, would categorize myself more of the like、uh, urban dance, hip hop choreography realm, and the. Only reason that I felt comfortable going into the breaking community was because of this guy. You know, he was—he only not does all this stuff, but serves as like a ambassador、uh, for this vision to to come over into that community as well. That was a really great segue, actually, because before we talk about Offset Matt as an entity and、um, as a service, let's talk about you two as individuals because you have different backgrounds in dance.、Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a b-boy primarily,、right. and then you're from the urban dance community.、Mm-hmm. So linking up together and bringing different perspectives, I imagine, would be just, you know, you have both sides. That's the complete package. So what was it like for you to come to the breaking community and for you to go vice versa and go into the urban dance community? So funny preface, I was actually doing choreography, mainly doing choreography, and we were actually part of the、uh, the same 
a collegiate level team oh. back in 2014. That's okay. when we first met. That's how we met. We were also opposites in that one formation. So <laughs> short. So you, this was pre-offset. This was pre-offset met, okay. pre-consistently breaking Dylan too. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, shoot, I forgot well, I the mean, question. What was the question again? <laughs> that that throws off the question entirely. But oh, sorry. It still very much stays because now you've had experience in both communities. All right. And you are coming into the breaking community. Oh yes. All right, so that was how does that? How do these perspectives help what you guys do? Because uh, they're both dance styles, but they're very, very different dance styles. And culturally, they kind of evolve differently as well. Yeah, that's true. I, breaking is a lot older. It's got more history than I, I believe compared to urban. Very true. And I, I remember when Dylan first took me to a jam, I felt. I felt like such a fish out of water and I'm like, what, what is going on here? And I, I sat my little tush down in, in, in the cypher and was like, just watching, just watching it all unfold in front of me. And there's I, a lot of sweaty dudes here. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of sweaty dudes and there's no deodorant in here. No deodorant. It's hot. It's cramped, but the energy was so raw and you can see like so much individual style and everyone and i thought that was super refreshing at least coming from the urban dancing world where you're kind of taught to just like mimic and everyone looked the same um and it was just like i just had something like reignite in me that like i hadn't felt in a while and i started off learning like popping and breaking um but you know it just that's just not how my path went right and it was like i was like finding my path there again but in a different way and for you, um, you said you started off doing choreography. How did you find your way into the breaking community? So I first found out about breaking also back in high school, too, when I started like doing choreography. Mm-hmm. And at that time, my high school team, we mainly focused on the foundational styles to kind of inspire our choreography. So my main roots are still breaking, of course. And I, funny thing, I originally actually tried to learn how to tut. Oh. For, for a while but then noticing like my body shape and like how i moved and how i felt about it I was like ah no it's not for me so breaking uh, kind of started down that path right but i think i started straying away from the roots of breaking to kind of i guess figure out what i wanted to do so i joined the team like the same mm-hmm. team with aaron and i was there for a while but then uh, i guess i didn't really feel as connected to it as i okay. wanted to be mm-hmm. and then end up you know, coming back to breaking, and that's where I felt most at home. And I've, since recent, been meeting a lot more people and connecting with a lot more people to a much more fundamental core level than I expected. So with that in mind, it's a nice thing to have experience both sides because there's always, you know, one person, like certain groups of people like on either side, like bad-mouthing each other, saying, oh, right, right. there's no respect because yada yada, or mm-hmm. this guy can't do this, so he doesn't, he's not that good or whatever, right? <laughs> right. But yeah, everyone yeah. has their own, like, technique. Everyone has their own set of difficulties, and that's, like, that empathetic, that empathy that I was able to kind of get from B on both sides. And there is, I have mad respect both for B-boys, B-girls, also the people who do practice urban choreography because it's, everyone is ultimately trying to create art Right, right. And mm-hmm. what we are trying to do as Offset is to help them keep on creating that art. We're all in the same boat here. That's so true. that's that's what I'm trying to get. That's what I got from my experiences over 
the time. We're all moving to music, and I think that's ultimately like at its core, that's what it is. It's just we're just dancing. Some of us just flip on our hands, and <laughs> some of us stay on the ground. You know, it's yeah. it's it's this different way to say the same thing. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really interesting that somehow, some way, you all came together after years of knowing each other, and you've created this you know beautiful entity. Um, and now coming together and talking about Offset again, um, where do you feel is your most effective? method of spreading your message because there's social media there's events i, th- I think you said mm-hmm. you do events right. and then you attend events as well and yeah. you provide um layman's knowledge layman's, <laughs> yeah layman's i would say in the man just bring ice man the best way for us right now is just to show face in the community because mm. i i truly believe the reason why we're here is because of the l- relationships we've built mm-hmm. with the people who are 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 the artists they're they're trying to create they're they're competing they're working and you know this is this is what they would rather do with their time and uh it's it's hard because you know the the population that we're trying to reach is a very young demographic which is why we chose social media as our main platform Mm -hmm. primarily instagram to uh market and create awareness you know i've before all this i was pretty much like not on the social media boat. I okay. almost wanted to delete my own Instagram account. Right, right. You know, you hear about all the the issues with with overuse of it as well, and um, how it's not really spreading a good message. But you know, if people are using it and people are going to consume information off it, then I might as well kind of try and influence and infiltrate some good knowledge in there and positivity in there as well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a social media part of it, the live event coverage as well. Like we, we want to highlight and show people that this, this exists, you know, like there, it's almost like, I think there's news now that, um, someone broke the two hour marathon and, uh, you know, people didn't know you could do that and they kept trying until someone did it. Watch, like you're going to see a lot more people pushing their bodies to the edge to do that. And I think it's that new concept as well, where like if you see healthcare providers being able to work with a breaker right there and it's not scary, it's not intimidating, and you see them like you see them and they actually perform and go back out, like, like whoa, that's totally different than what I've seen and heard before. And to just kind of recreate and be really repetitive about it is also really important for us. So we're we're not gonna stop anytime soon. All right, because you've seen some of the, like the older heads in uh, in the breaking scene as well uh, start coming back with even stronger stuff, or they've been right. faster than the when they were younger. That's true. So that's, that's true. That showing that change is there as well. And and I think um, when you think about other sports, um, because sometimes I, there's always that debate: is dance an art or is it a sport? I, I personally believe it's both. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you compete in something, it's it's very much uh, a sport, you know. And uh, breaking is is very physically demanding. Um, so when you look at football, for example, in the NFL, if a player gets injured, there's a tent right there. There's people ready to tend to that player. And that, that's a job. Mm-hmm. People have that as a job. So why wouldn't we have that for breaking? That's also very physically demanding. And it's a high, it's a high impact dance. Um, it's very likely to get injured. And uh, personally, one thing, I think a moment that stands out for me with both of you, um, I was competing at an event and we were in the finals. And uh, one of my teammates did a very high-risk move. It was uh, like a flip off of someone's hands. 
And he landed in such a way where he injured his knee. And almost immediately, Offset was there to uh, take care of what was going on. And um, it, it was such an underrated moment in the entire event, you know, because you don't want to see your teammate go down. You do not want to see them, like, get hurt. Um, especially because, I, I mean, it throws off the energy, but also it's, it's your teammate. You've grown with them, and injuries suck for everybody. But having them come in almost immediately and take care of the situation and, and ultimately take care of my teammate, is, it's such an underrated moment. Because regardless of the result, like, everybody can easily say, like, hey, we care about this person, and we're glad that they got attended to. Um, so to me, that really stood out as, like, this is needed. Like, it, we always, I think I've joked around with um, my girlfriend before about, like, do, do they wish to have a busy day when they go to an event? <laughs> like, do they want to have a lot of people or do they hope to not see anybody because everybody, like, stretched and everybody took care of their bodies? So, yeah. like, I mean, up to, it's up to you guys. You let me know because, uh, I mean, that's true. You know, ultimately, do you wish to see a lot of people when you go to an event or do you hope that everything runs smooth? Yeah, I would say... It's, it's both like I, I want everyone to be safe. Don't don't tell me to that. You know, you just you, you flipped and you did this to your knee. And now it's like one big ordeal. Right. I don't want to be busy in that sense. But I do want to be busy in the sense where like maybe I'm not seeing you for an acute injury, but we get to see you for like, you're like, hey, you know, I had this uh, kind of nagging pain or injury and I haven't got this checked out. And we're able to nip it in the butt early. Or we have someone who's perfectly healthy. And they're like, hey, like, what are some other things I can do? And trust me, like, we can run through a bunch of different screens and tests and uh, always find areas of improvement. And I think when the conversation becomes, why don't we have medical at events? And the conversation becomes, why don't we have... uh, medical and performance enhancement before like the game is only going to level up even that much more right preventative care it's preventative care and at at the root of what we do is is preventative medicine right um but because of how wacky uh and yeah because of how like interesting dance culture and dance practices have evolved in comparison to where sports has um, lack of education, lack of resources, lack of access, lack of awareness. Like we're fighting an uphill battle where we still have to right, right. Uh, be there. And, you know, we, we are busy when we go to events because of those issues. Um, but yeah, it, it'd be nice to see things and, and work with healthy people too. Uh, you're trailblazers. I feel like for anybody who wishes to do the same thing in the future. Um, and, and I think at this point, you've made a presence and you have your presence known when you go to events because um, people seek you out. And I've seen it with my own eyes, you know. It could be something, like you said, where they're like, oh, I'm healthy, but there's like, maybe I want to do something different. Or there's people who also have like a nagging pain and they want to know like, what's up before it gets more serious. And uh, I have a friend, I think that I saw, I think I was battling with that friend. That's why I had seen them go to you guys. It was Mm. at um, Culture of Four. Mm. And uh, I think it was something with his knee and he wanted to make sure like everything was okay. And again, like these are moments that remind me like this is important. Like we need to have more of this in the community. Um, so for you guys, having this platform and you said like having social media and showing face is important and spreading your message. Uh, you also have a podcast. So let just let the listeners at home know what do you speak about? What are your topics that you cover? Uh, generally, what is the podcast about? What can they look forward to? 
So what we kind of designed the podcast to be is both, I guess, an educational podcast, but also something that allows, I guess, the general public to kind of see deeper into certain professions, certain medical care professions that you might not, you know, ask about or even think about on a daily basis. Yeah. Uh, recently, we had our uh, friends who were EMTs on the podcast, mm. and we get to dive into a little bit more like the business behind EMTs, but also like yeah. what they experience on a day-to-day basis in comparison to like, uh, you know, other people with different specialties. And a lot of them, we try to get uh, guests who have both a dual background in both a performing art as well as, you know, medical. So right. there is that empathy that they do show when it comes to seeing dancers who are injured. And everyone is aware of, you know, the resources that are there, but it's just the hardest part is connecting the dots, and that's where we kind of come in. And with the podcast, again, it's mainly um, educational, but also allowing us to kind of showcase and allow others to see what, you know, Aaron and various other friends, like, go through. That's a bit that we don't really think about as dancers if you're just dancing right on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, it's to really try and like humanize uh, the experience mm-hmm. um, and show that, you know, we're people too. And we also have a really mixed uh, demographic of who listens to us. And like, right. we have both the health and medical and fitness people listening, but then we also have dancers, performers um, of all sorts of backgrounds listening in and you know, we get a little sprinkle in of like the arts and so that they understand like a little bit more of like what goes on, mm-hmm. the terminology, the experience of the artist, and then uh, the performing artist or uh, athlete listening in gets to understand like the person on the other side that's taking care of them as well. Right. It's really breaking down that boundary, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so with people have a voice for the entity, you know, it's not just a logo on Instagram. It's not just... Uh, a content creation, you know, collective. These, these are people that are behind this. Right. And I mean, I, I guess it, you, people can see your personality too, you know? Um, as I think you are two very distinct people and you can just immediately tell by your voices. Um, I was I talking so. about this um, <laughs> when we got in. Uh, Dylan has probably the most pleasing podcast voice I've ever heard. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, it, it's very clear. And then I think it's very soothing at the same time. Um, Should I start an ASMR podcast? I think so. <laughs> I think at this point, you just need to branch off. Create okay. your own stream. Just start branding yourself as a Dylan ASMR. The road to 1 million subscribers. The road to 1 million It started here, guys. <laughs> it starts now. Um, but honestly, it, it really gives me a glimpse of who you are as people and uh, what you do behind the scenes. Um, I think you mentioned before that there was also a video guy. So tell me about the rest of the Offset team. Who's not here right now? Wow. All right. Aaron's the chief right now. So. Here we go. I'm going to be really embarrassed if I miss somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Roll call. But here we go. Like someone's going to call um, him out. So we have uh, TJ Lee. He is our director of community relations. So he goes to like conferences. He goes to uh, events, groups, uh different people it could be patients it could be other healthcare providers it's just people who he basically finds really good people that support our vision and want to help us get to where we want to be Um, that's important that's really important and he's a wonderful guy Um, if you hate me and you hate dylan you won't you can't hate tj like please don't hate us tj (laughs) yeah like he's such a good guy yep yep um and then we have scott lee he is our director of clinical education is it's because he's smarter than all of us he's a (laughs) he's got a smartest guy in the room he's got an athletic training degree 
and he finished his doctorate in physical therapy and he's in an official orthopedic residency program meaning that they go even more in depth about uh, bones joints ligaments and all that stuff so so he's the guy to go to if he's ever at a gym right oh man yeah if you want to if you want to know everything you go to him all right and so not dylan (laughs) (laughs) not me please um who else so those are kind of like our our core members that are involved with like day-to-day operations with me we also have kind of people that that they are involved with us but may not be representing like offset but they're helping us along they're helping us along the way in, in ways that they can so we have Audrey Megan. She's actually an athletic training student, so she's one of our interns right now. And uh, we're really trying to give her as much information and mentorship as possible. She's also helped us work with uh, our workshop development. So we've actually uh, collabed and done like a house-specific dance workshop uh, with her. That was the one we did up in the Bay. Okay. Um, who else? We got a couple other like key friends we have uh you know matt avila cypher yeah. science uh so helping him as well develop his uh opportunity and experience with working with breaking and like just urban athletes in the health scene i know he's a physical therapy student now um we actually had him on the podcast before too hey so he's been on he's he famous was, yeah <laughs> He, uh, he spoke about his uh, traveling journey when he was doing workshops up the West Coast. Yep. Yeah, so he's uh, he's also someone that's, I think, trailblazing, I guess, for uh, the breaking community and physical health. So mm-hmm. very important. And then, oh, I cannot forget our director of creative marketing. That's Hannah. Uh, that's TJ's girlfriend as well. She actually helped me create the logo. And very clean logo. our banner, um, basically our like really high budget items that are going to be you, seen Hannah. a lot. Thank you, Hannah. Please don't leave. Um, <laughs> and then we just onboarded a personal trainer. Her name is Tanya. Uh, she used to be my co-director on Marvels back in the day. Um, and is now... It doesn't exist anymore. doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> um, but we just uh, onboarded her a couple weeks ago. Um, so she's part of our, our working team. Um, we have John, John Kim. We have John Kim. He is our videographer. And that's the video guy you're talking about. Yeah, that's the guy. John Kim. He's absolutely amazing. And I don't want to give him credit because people are gonna try and reach out to him. But I'm like, <laughs> he's so busy already. I I wanna I wanna keep him. He's booked. He's booked. The guy's booked. And we have our legal consultant, Andy Tran. Uh, he helped us kind of like basically give us some direction on how to create an official legal entity, um, create contracts. So with all our live events, we have official contracts between Offset Med and, and their event. So yeah, I mean, it takes takes a village and I'm missing so many more supporters, um, but I'll just leave it at that for time's sake. That's a really good team. That's a really good team. And it sounds like everybody has a very defined role. And uh, ultimately, they all contribute to the success of Offset Med. So that's been really... I mean, just you two are like the face right now, right? But I think it's important to really address like there's so many more people involved. Right. Um, so it's been really cool. It's been really cool seeing your growth. And um, speaking of growth, where do you see yourself being in the next couple of years? Low question. Um, <laughs> just a small question. Just a small question. I envision uh, Offset Med to not only just kind of be people that kind of show up at jams here and there um, and 
you know, maybe see clients and if someone wants to get treated for it. But in the bigger grand scheme of things, um, I want us to be like the official resource for urban athlete education. And we're talking like workshops, online courses, blogs, videos, articles, and uh, not just that, but almost like kind of create the credibility for the dancer themselves. So when they recognize someone that is a part of our network, they know and can expect a really good experience, right? Because there's just so many people out there that claim that they are dance medicine specialists, but like you said, they may not even have the background or the experience or not, or may not even like devote that much time and love into it. They just think it's like, oh, well, it's good marketing. Right. Um, I know there's a lot of dancers in need and, you know, us being the profession that we have, you know, we may not always be the most loaded and uh, financially stable <laughs> right, right. people, but uh, that doesn't mean they they don't deserve quality care. And that's, that's what we're trying to deliver. That's very true. And all it takes, I think, is, a, is a, an idea and the will to do so, because you just spoke it out into the universe. And that's for a lot of people, that's the first step. And uh, I really do not doubt that you'll get there because being where you are right now and you, you might look at it like, oh, we just reached a thousand followers. A thousand becomes 5,000 really quick. 5,000 becomes 10,000. And uh, the more people know about it, the more people will want you at their jams, will want you to uh, work with them. Maybe they want to be treated by offset meds. So it's really important to address like this moment in time right now. You guys are maybe like at a thousand and you're aspiring for more. But who knows? Maybe by the time we're at break new ground season three, you'll be where you want to be, you know? So I, I really, I really believe you guys will be there. Thank and, you. um, maybe for you, Dylan, because you are more on the, uh, content producing point here for the, uh, offset med team. Is there any type of content that you would like to contribute that you don't already do now? And if so, what does that look like for the next few years with offset med? Mm, at least at this point, I see myself again finishing that website and also being support for the website to again become that centralized hub, information hub right. for everyone to access. But in terms of content, I was considering again the podcast, but also potentially the video content. Very important. Uh, a lot of it's nowadays. kind of that weird like creative itch that comes with just learning a new skill. Right, right. Because I remember trying to edit a photo at one point and just like, I was like, how the heck do you blur the background in Photoshop? <laughs> Learned it within half an hour, ended up like blurring everything, and it worked out pretty okay. But at the end of it, it was something that I wanted to do, and I, right. st I sought out to do that. And again, video content, any like media production content, potentially for Offset or any other company or anything else that I might be taking part of in the future. But that's where I kind of see it now, more so than what I did before was kind of aiming for like software engineer, right, a right. more tech and like software based career but I do see myself leaning more towards that creative side and it's kind of a nice like reprieve from a lot of the tech support and IT that I've already been doing for so many years. So I think the official question is uh, when, when are we going to see an offset med TikTok account? Oh God. Oh, <laughs> it's already there. Oh really? We already got it. Oh, shoot. This is the official announcement then. Wait, really? What you do? Yeah. We I'm have not aware of this. We got TikTok. Well, it's cause I've been playing around with it. Cause oh, okay. man, like, that's it's, the craze nowadays. It's so hard to use. It is. Like, it is. 
is definitely meant for the kids. It is entirely me- like the platform is almost entirely 14, 15, 16 year olds. Yeah. And like you might look at the most viral content on there and you might think, wow, like that's it's really like, simple. Z- I'm but- like, this is zero IQ content right here. What the? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it's it's relatable and it's mm. very digestible for kids. Yeah. And um, as much as you hate to say it, like sometimes I think brands look for stuff like that. Like, oh, like maybe we should hop on TikTok. That's like the Walmart executive right there. Yeah. Mm. If there's and, a youngin out there that wants to manage this TikTok, like <laughs> let us know. Let us know. <laughs> that wants to do dance along videos for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, th- but that's what it is, you know, and um, I think it's cool that you guys have goals and that there, there's not just like, oh, well, we'll just see where it goes. Like, no, it's really cool to see, like, you know where you want to be, you know what you want to create, you know exactly what you want Offset Med to end up being, which is, like you said, like the driving force for care for urban athletes. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really impressive. And um, a lot of people could really learn something from you guys because a lot of people don't have goals and a lot of people are often lost in that limbo of direction like where do i go from here what do i do now um so looking looking forward and looking at the future um is there anything currently coming up for you guys that you guys would like to plug Ooh, yes will you be at any events maybe you got a lot of events coming up oh, oh yes list them off here we go um so november 9th we will actually be the official medical providers for Rock the Beach. Ooh, I will also be at Rock the Beach, so we'll catch you we'll there. And you for the, the dancers that can't make it there, um, so we have Scott and his, uh, we're in our medical team, we're organizing it right now. They will be at Rock the Beach, and then also TJ and I will be in LA um, helping out with something called Day of Dancer Health. Ooh, okay. And it is a basically discounted... Uh, injury prevention screen made for dancers by all the most official dance medicine specialists you could get. Um, there's some really like big names, at least in our field, where we re- where we read research from and conduct studies with and have a lot of experience that they will also be there as well. Mm. Um, so that's happening on the same day. We're going to, TJ and I are going to make our way to Rock the Beach right after we help with that event. Okay. Um, we may be another jam later on in November. There's I, a, it's a secret for every weekend in November. There's a jam. You know, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Okay. Just keep people guessing. There we it, go. It, it's, you should recognize the jam. So that we'll just so leave just it at that. that. Mm. We'll just leave it at that. It's, an, it's a very known jam. It's a very known jam in November. And, oh, yeah. ooh, okay. I like it. I know where <laughs> this is going. I know what it is, but I'm also going to leave it as a teaser. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, we are pretty much planning as far out. I think the next event we have is all the way in March. Oh, wow. Right now. So holiday oh, yeah. break for you two. So uh, kind of, you know. <laughs> There's no days off. There's no days off There's no content creator, us. am I There's... right? Self-made businessman. There's no break. You're working every day. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, and I think this leads to a very important question. And I think that's, you know, always the elephant in the room, right? Mm-hmm. Um Looking at Offset Med and looking at where you guys are at right now, do you ever wish to make this like your full career? I would say for me, yes. That's that is definitely the wish. That is the goal. I've been told a lot in my uh, early career that having a job and having a job that can pay you enough to survive in performing arts medicine is like a that's not possible, right? right. Um, unless you're like working with 
you know, the Broadway shows or the NBA dance teams, like <laughs> right. the really high profile uh, troops. But, you know, this is a testament of our basically project to, to see if this, if we can fight that, um, fight that mindset, fight that uh, bar that people are setting for us. Um, and it's very hard, I will say, because not only do we have to kind of juggle what the brand is, what our mission is, how we deliver that, um, but one important thing that you know I've taken on my shoulders is like, what are the business and legal hoops that I have to make sure to do to keep this alive right. and to keep this sustainable? I mean, right now our team is putting in like mad man hours for free on their own time, just because they they're passionate, they believe in this vision as much as I do, and uh, they want to take it there as far as they can. And my responsibility is to like use that energy and figure out the way to make it happen. And so that's kind of the goal. That's always a tough part, right? Because um, when you start off something, something like this, something revolutionary, maybe a new idea maybe something that doesn't have a lot of background, a lot of the times you have to start off doing things for free. Yeah. And it's it's a struggle, but I think there's beauty in the struggle because it allows you to envision where you want to be. And um, I think maybe like the first time, I'm, I'm before, like we don't want to dive into finances here, but <laughs> right. let's just say like maybe the first time you have a, a big check in your hand, right? I think it allows you to really look back and reflect like, like things are literally paying off. Mm. And um, I think it's, it's a beautiful moment in time. It's a hard moment in time, but it, it's beautiful in its own way. And for you, you're part of the team as a content creator. You're uh, you're the tech guy. You're the wizard. Um, do you? I'm do a you, wizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping you would say that. I'm oh, really? <laughs> That's the beautiful soundbite. Um, but for you, um, what do you? You know, you seem to have experience with tech, and uh, you said it yourself. You know, you didn't really envision yourself being here in this position, but you're here and you're giving back. Right. Do you see this as your career? As a career, um, since the main goal of Offset is more on their educational, clinical, and just like workshop side, right. for me as a career, it wouldn't make too much sense knowing right. my role. It would be a very small role, but I do see myself contributing until, you know, that dream that we have to make this a successful and lucrative thing, you know, that would be that end for me, the end of that chapter for me. Um, and then from the future from there, that's, you know, up to whatever changes in the next few years, one year, two years. I just got to figure out how to buy Dylan out. <laughs> yeah, that's ultimately, he's saying he has a price. I think that's what he's I saying. I think that's what he's saying too. In layman's terms, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so uh, that's, but, that's... Oh, but I did want to kind of go back to uh, what you and Aaron mentioned about doing free work. And that's kind of the mindset that we went in with. We already expected to do free work because without putting in that free work, Where's the money going to come from? That's true. That's true. And that's the hard thing that a lot of people don't really see because they always think like it has to come out with money first. Everything has to have money attached. Yeah. 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 So it, it's, I mean, it's great that you guys accept that and understand that, you know, like you said, a lot of people just want to see the bills up front mm -hmm. and uh, it, it's hard. It's really hard to have it come like just at the start. So as we wind down here, because we, I think this has been a beautiful podcast. This is a great season <laughs> finale. Um, I think as we wind down here, uh, I'll ask this question for both of you. So get ready to answer. Um, if you could give one piece of advice to anyone looking to start a revolutionary idea, start a revolutionary brand, a company, provide a service, 
or someone that's looking to join a content creation team, looking to um, just take a step forward into this whole media landscape, uh, what would it be? What would it be? One piece of advice. Okay, I'll, I'll give the first piece of advice. Do it. Um, find people who you resonate with. Find people who not only believe in you, but they believe in the vision that you have for whatever this business venture or this dream is going to be. Because as much as you know, one person can do, sometimes one person might not be enough. And kind of going back to an example that I've always kept in my mind, like think of Star Wars, for example. The original Star Wars movie what, could have been a flop, but it was a revolutionary thing at the time. And why was it that? It wasn't just because of George Lucas. Even though he created the story, he was the man behind all the ideas that went into it. Right. It was his editing team, his production team, Skywalker Sound, um, everything that went into producing the film, the team that he had, that was the dream team that made it revolutionary. That's true. So when it comes down to it, to execute on you know any venture, any dream that you have, find people who resonate with you, find people connect you can connect with and who believe in that same dream. Because otherwise... You know, what's the point of investing time in people who are just going to put you down all the way? Right. Right. Very true. Very yeah. true. I guess for me, uh, the advice I would give is that uh, don't be afraid to, to execute on your dreams or your idea. But at the same time, uh, always take care of yourself and the people you love, too. I think it's really easy to forget about that portion when you get super obsessed about trying to find success and make it happen. I know I've been there as well, um, where, you know, you're just kind of just so focused on like, I need to get to this goal. I need to do this. I need to do, uh, this becomes my priority. Um, but you can only do that for so long, um, before you start seeing other parts of your life start taking a hit and suffering. And, uh, you know, Dylan and I were talking about this in the car because, we're just like, man, like, what? it was a long ass drive. It was a long drive. <laughs> and, uh, we wanted to make sure we had all the, the, the good bites for this. And, uh, it was like, if we are going to be health and wellness and lifestyle company, then we have to embody that in ourselves and the people that we surround ourselves with. Uh, because if we can't even learn to manage and control ourselves and our lives, and how can we expect other people to do that too? lead by example right yeah beautifully said beautifully said wow i think that was that was great that was a great way to end out the podcast um before we head out for the day i want you uh to plug anything that you have for yourselves so any social media maybe your podcast any events i mean you already plugged the events so anything <laughs> you want to plug you can even give a shout out if you want it's entirely up to you you can follow john kim at hello john kim <laughs> on instagram our videographer cool guy funny guy very and cool guy. Uh, makes very great content okay and then you can follow aaron at no <laughs> oh, Aaron, you go and i'll go next it's okay um shoot i guess i would say uh, if you don't already follow our podcast the offset podcast and if you don't already follow our instagram offset.med uh you should um <laughs> Because we've got a lot of exciting updates to come as the rest of 2019, you know, makes its way down and we get ready for 2020. Um, you know, I'd like to once again give a shout out to the breaking community as a whole um, for being down with us uh, because we, we really 
want to to help and make a difference in in everything. Yeah, we we want to be your your team players. Um, other than that, you know, just the whole team, the whole squad, mom, dad, y'all the best. <laughs> uh, yeah, they they brought us here, right? <laughs> right. No, well, they brought us to life. The least they can get is a podcast shout out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. But too bad they don't have any social media. So. <laughs> All right, anything else from you, Dylan? Uh, no, but I guess we can just plug ourselves uh, in case y'all want to keep up with us personally. It would be myself at Flippin' Chronicles on Instagram, and then Aaron. You can find me at A-A-R-O-N-N-O-R, N-G-O-R, at Instagram. Uh, quick Easter egg here. Dylan was actually part of the uh, Summer 19 Break NG Drop oh, yeah, uh, photo shoot. Ooh. You were there. You were part of the videos. and uh, you It was really the, hot. <laughs> Yeah, because your shirt came off, right? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You can look forward to more of that content on the Break and G Instagram. The but, private uh, Instagram. The private <laughs> Instagram, yeah. Uh, fellas, thank you. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Aaron, Dylan, I really appreciate it. And uh, to everybody else, uh, Break New Ground podcast ends season one here. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. And as always, keep breaking new ground. All right. Peace. Peace, y'all. Woo.